Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. Let's pray and we can get into the Word. Thank you, Father, for your Word. Father, we value your Word. We cherish your Word. Thank you, Father, for your Word. If it was not for your Word, we would have not kept on standing during this time. Father, I pray for everyone that's here in this room right now. Lord, I pray for a new thing. New thing. We prophesy a new thing over their lives. Lord, come and shift things in place. Come and birth the new in this ministry, in businesses, in every individual here this morning. We give you all the honor, all the glory, God. We depended on you. We need you more than ever. I declare that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For years we've been preaching a new thing. And uh, even if we prophesy, we often say to people, it's a new season. But this is really a new season. It's a new thing that's busy happening right now. And I sense prophetically that we are at that brink of the manifestation of it. We are about to see something new. But for you to experience the new, you have to be delivered from the old. You have to be set free from the old. What is the old? The old is a mold. The old is limitation. It worked in the past, but the old is not going to work for the new. And in this time, I would rather be an amateur in the new than an expert in the old. I want to go into uncharted territories. I want to take that first step on the water and say, God, show me what a new thing looks like. Without my mental restrictions and disabilities of the mold of what I think the church should look like and what I think God should do through His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is looking for people in this season that can be liquid in the hands of God, that is willing to adapt and change and relaunch, rebirth, rebrand, that's willing to make that change. And if you are not willing to change in this season, you're going to get stuck in the old again. You're going to be part of the old. In the spirit, what I saw in the beginning of uh, this year is I saw, uh, I was in Europe in, in January and I saw uh, the speed trains that they have there, these very fast speed trains. Um, and God showed me in that time that this year, uh, religion, um, the church, business is like one of those speed trains. And this is, what is what's happening right now as I, as I speak. The church is moving at a rapid speed. Uh, businesses is moving at a rapid speed. And if we are going to sit back and say, well, no, we will, rate, we will wait for the right timing. Listen, in, in, God's, in God's time, it's always the right time. <laughs> he's always going to say go. God's never going to say, no, no, stay, stay, no, no, wait. No, he's always saying move forward, step in, go for it. There's never a restriction. And so in these times, it is very important for churches and for businesses to get onto this train. You don't have another month. You don't have two more months. You don't have up until January. By the time when churches wake up and businesses wake up, it's going to be over. It's going to be too late. They're going to be extinct. And so it's important for us to, to be part of the new, to be ready to move fast, to jump onto what God is doing now, and to be ready to change, to be innovative, to make little adjustments, but to look for a way and move forward, not just to say, well, it's, no, it's not working, I'm just going to sit. Government don't have answers in this time. They don't know. They don't know. 
They don't know. Religion don't have answers in this time. They have no idea. It's a time where suddenly God is bypassing government. He's bypassing religion. And, he's, and we're going back to that place where we are starting to have a one-on-one -on -one encounter with God. In church, at your home, in car, in your car, wherever you are, that one-on-one -on -one encounter where God suddenly downloads what He intended for you from the beginning. For too long, that people steal dreams from you, the plan of God from you, the will of God from you, because of their good intentions. Suddenly God is breaking, breaking that mold over people's lives, that limitation over them, that limitation over ministries. What's happening in the spirit right now, God is leveling the ground completely. He's leveling the ground. All, everyone is equal. There's not one ministry that's now bigger than another. It's equal. The playing field is leveled. <laughs> The suddenly God can speak again through, through any individual that's willing to be led by Him. I, did a, uh, I attended a deliverance conference. I was ministering prophetically on the conference, and one of the speakers there uh, asked him about deliverance. Now, I, I'm not into deliverance. Um, I fill people with the Holy Spirit. That's the fastest way. But uh, I was, uh, I was um, just prophesying. I didn't lead the session. So I asked the speaker, I mean, why are you here? What's your plan? And, and he said this interesting thing to me. He said, Andre, I'm not here to deliver people from the devil. He says, I'm here to deliver people from people. That is our fight. People have put limitations on others, expectations on other people, expectations that they themselves <laughs> could not fulfill. I'm here to set them free of that hold upon their life. And this is prophetically what I really sense that God is doing right now. He's busy setting His people free. He wants you to get back to that initial plan that He intended for you. Yes, Jesus is returning soon, definitely. But, uh, but until then, we have to run with everything in us in that plan and initial purpose that God had for our lives. We, cannot know, we can no longer carry the burden of someone else's expectation. You know, in my life, I've, uh, one of the, the demons that I had to fight in my own personal life was a spirit of inferiority uh, where I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel that I had what it, what it took. You know, the world, in the world's eyes, you'll never be qualified. And I started in ministry when I, when I was 16 years old. So the world said to me, you're too young, you're too young, you're too young. And then when I turned 30, they said, you're too old. <laughs> in the world's eyes, you'll never be right. You'll never be acceptable in the world's eyes. But God is breaking that spirit from our lives where we realize the importance of His will and His plan. We cannot compare that with someone else's opinion over your life. And for too long have we, that for too long have the church been busy with people's opinions and ideas. We have to come back to what God intended. And for One Course Church, this is what's happening right now. One Course Church is busy shedding people's opinions and ideas of this ministry, and they're busy stepping into the unique calling that God has for this ministry. doesn't matter what other ministries or churches or people are doing out there. There is an assignment 
and a mandate for this ministry. And God is shedding you from anything else, any limitation, people's opinions and ideas, the control of people. And so God is delivering you from people, from the hold that they, that they put on you, the mold that they put you in. For what reason? For His glory. So that He can be seen in what, is, in what He wants to do. He wants to establish something. And we, we can no longer copy that or duplicate it with something that is manly. We have to allow the presence of God to come and do what He wants to do. Now, in the time that we're living in right now, we are not here to duplicate the old. God is doing a new thing. He's not going to do a new thing with old ways, with old methods. Yes, there's great qualities, and, and I'm not dishonoring things that has happened in the past, any movements at all. But we are in a new season. God is doing a new thing, and it's going to look different. There's going to be a lot of religious voices that's going to fight this. That's going to say, no, 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 that doesn't look like a move of God. No, God is not in it. And we can no longer listen to that. We have to step into the new. God is doing something very significantly in business people's lives in this time in business people's lives, in the kings. Because no longer can we, can we split Sunday from Monday. No longer can we split um, a, a pastor's mandate and a businessman's mandate. Because God wants to pour out His Spirit on a Sunday and on a Monday. In church, but in the marketplace as well. And so suddenly, business people are becoming just as important as that. In, in my church that I grew up in, in my church, we never anointed business people, kings. We anointed the fivefold. We anointed apostles, pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers, but we never celebrated business people. Although they are the ones that contribute on a Sunday and fight the battle, the battle on Monday. In our church. And I say once again that in this season, it is time where the church is anointing the kings to go out and to be effective out there, to go out and to fight this battle out there because this is how God is busy manifesting His Spirit out there in the marketplace, not just through buildings or, or churches, but through where you are, through your business, through your ministry, through your family, is busy manifesting that. Now, I'm going to ask you this question prophetically this morning. When, poop, when people look at your business, can they see Him? When people look at your business, can they see Him? Why do people want God or want the blessing of heaven on their business if it was birthed in hell? Does your business have a kingdom mandate? Is the purpose of that business to bring glory to God, to expand the kingdom? Or is it only about yourself and where you are? The whole world, the whole world currently is busy, is busy um, going through contractions. They're contracting finances. They're pulling back. They're closing. They're limiting. They're letting go of staff. That's, what, that's the world system. But as a son and daughter of God, we never contract, we expand. <laughs> and in this storm, in this challenge, God is going to bless your business, your family, your ministry, 
like never before. Heaven is not in a lockdown. Heaven has no social distancing. There's no restrictions in heaven. There's no limitation. It's still functioning, flowing, and in, in fact, it's busy moving faster and being more effective than ever before. I think that, that we're going through the storm right now, and this is where your mind has to shift. This is not, you're not in a season where you're contracting and sitting home and just waiting for the storm to pass so you can go on normal again. No. You have to change something in your mind because there is more storms that's coming after this storm. And so God has to change something in your mind that you realize that you are called to stand in the storm and to prosper in the storm, to grow in the storm, to multiply in the storm. And so while business is busy closed globally, God's saying, expand, do more, employ more people, overflow. That's what God's kingdom is saying. And so for that, the adjustment has to come in our lives in the way we think. We cannot think in the way that the world thinks. We cannot be limited by what we see around us in this situation. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 19, he says, See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness, a stream in the wasteland. I am making a way in the wilderness. So it, these people are standing in the wilderness. They're not seeing overflow. They're not seeing, they're in a, they are in lockdown. They are in, in, <laughs> in social distancing mode. That's where they are. But in, in that he's saying, I'm making a way in the wasteland, in that place. And so in this season right now, you cannot be moved by what you see around you. You have to pray that God would reveal to you in the spirit what is happening really. Because the truth is not the natural things around you. It can change at any moment. Look what has happened in the last six months of life. <laughs> A quick change. No one expected anything. The natural can change at any moment. Any moment. But the word remains the same. Nothing has changed in the word. still the same word. That's why I'm saying if it wasn't for the word, we would have not made it. The word is still the same. That prophecy over your business is still valid. That word that God gave you of your family for 2020, it's still valid. It's still there. Nothing has changed when it comes to the word. Yes, there's a storm that came, but it's gonna, this storm is going to pass. And the word that God gave me, God said to me that this storm is going to pass just as fast as it came. But there's going to be more storms. But I don't want to get you into a mode of running and, and, and extracting or contracting during a storm. I want you to, to get you in a mode where you learn to stand in storms. To move forward in storms. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what governments say. Government, government is not our God. Bless them. But I follow Jesus. They can, they can do the best that they want to do. It's still not good enough. We follow God. We follow His will, His plan. We stay on that. We stay on track with that. They have no idea. Government does not know. There's a lot of people who have become so dependent on government. We're going through a shaking. And tonight I'm going to speak about the word that I have specifically for 2020. But we're going through a shaking right now. Everything natural is being shaken. 
everything natural. So if your entire life has been built on natural things, you're going to experience an enormous shaking. But if your life has been built upon Christ, things are going to shake outside of you but not inside you. It's not going to affect you in any way because your, your, your foundation is built on the right things. It's amazing to see to me in this season how many people live natural lives, only natural lives. It's amazing to see that. It's amazing to see how many Christians suddenly their lives fall apart because even though they, they preach the word, they don't live the word. Everything around them is built on natural things. I've discovered during this time, I've discovered that as Christians, sons and daughters of God, I've discovered that we don't own anything. But we are stewards of everything. We don't own anything. What we have belongs to God. And that means that it is available to Him and it's submitted to His will and to His plan. What does God want to do during this time through your life? I believe that God shared with me in the beginning that the churches are going to be closed. And then God said to me, when they reopen, they have to use all of their resources to come back as strong as possible as hard as possible, as big as possible. Not having plan B, C's, and D's in the back and say, well, we're just preparing. No, coming back as strong as they can. Because right now, the voice of the people and the voice of church is being limited. But those voices need to be heard. The church has to arise. You have to stand up and rise. Your voice needs to be heard. The faith inside of you has to come out. has to be manifested. And, and people are not in a, a hurry. Government is not in a hurry to, re, in South Africa, government is not in a hurry to open churches or businesses. It's not a priority to them. They don't care. Because restaurants are still open to them. They have no restrictions to travel. Their lives are all normal still. They're getting paid whether they work or not. So there's no urgency that the world has for people to get back into momentum in their lives. There's no urgency. But heaven does. There's an urgency from God and from heaven for you to get back up and to start moving again in this season. In Romans chapter 11, verse 2 to 6, he says, No, God has not rejected and disowned His people. A lot of Christians think in this season, that God has rejected them. God has disowned them. I've spoken to so many business people and so many churches. In, in this season, they have prospered. In this season, God has blessed them. A man just sent me a prophecy. He said to me, uh, he sent me a 10-minute 10, 10 voice note. And in this voice note, he says, he says, January uh, I've been through hell the last 10 years of my life. And he said, January, you prophesied that this is my year. And he says, just as my year started, all of this happened. <laughs> and he said, I thought, it's over. <laughs> I put all my hope in, into this. 
And then he continues and he starts to share the testimony of how God has prospered his business in this most difficult time. God has blessed him. He's been able to fill his shelves with food again, to pay off his rent. He's been able to prosper during this time. A lockdown is not a license for the enemy to come and steal and kill and destroy in your life. He's not giving the enemy permission to come and take from you. No. You cannot think that way or contracting that in, in this season. It's a moment where God wants His Spirit to flow through you without any hindrance, without any limitation. In fact, there's a bigger flow coming, a stronger flow. That, that fountain is now becoming a river. It's becoming, it's flowing stronger and stronger and stronger. And so no, God has not rejected or disowned His people. He had marked out and appointed and foreknow from the beginning. Do you not know what the Scripture says of Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? Lord, they've killed your prophets, they've demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I've kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. What is that word Baal? It's natural things. It's people that's worshipping natural things. Their whole life is built on those natural things. It's not just money. It's everything natural. They think their identity is in that natural thing. They think that is who they are. People don't understand that when the rich young ruler comes, Jesus says to him, he says, what else can I do? Just tell me what to do. I want more of you. What else can I do? And then Jesus says to him, you have to, you have to obey these commands. And he says, yes, I've done all of that. And then she just says, well, the last thing that you have to do is you have to give everything away. And this is not because Jesus is against people prospering. This is because the rich young ruler has found his identity in those things. And so he wants to set him free from a false identity. We cannot find identity in this season, in our bank accounts, in what we have around us. We, that is not who you are. Those things are all going to be shaken. They're going to be shaken. All of that. Your identity is found in Him, not in your bank balance. It's amazing when people have money, how much boldness they have. Then they're bold to do things. I want you to have that same boldness in this season. A greater boldness in this season. Because the treasure... The wealth that is inside you, silver and gold cannot buy. And that should give you a boldness. That should make you bold to step out and to go and to say and to share what's inside you. It should give you a confidence in Him, a greater confidence than any natural possession that you can own or have in your life. He says, it is no longer... Um, so too, at the present time, there is a remnant, a selected... Uh, a remnant, a small believing minority, a selected chosen by grace, by God's unmerited favor and graciousness. But, but if it is by grace, it is no longer conditioned on works or anything men have done. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. It would be meaningless. What is that word remnant? The word remnant is chosen, remainder, and then also supernatural breed. This morning, I'm addressing the remnant. I'm addressing the group of people who remained after the storm, 
who is still standing. The remnant is not the group before the fire. The remnant is the group that have passed the fire and still remains. <laughs> That's the group that I'm speaking to this morning. The chosen, the remainder, the supernatural breed. Because even through the storm, you are still standing. I want you to understand this morning that you are victorious. Celebrate that fact that you are victorious. Don't sit here and think, well, I hope I'm, I'm going to make it. You've already made it. <laughs> You've conditioned your mind that you're in a battle. No, 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 you are, you are through that battle. You've made it. That's why you're here. You're still standing. You have still kept your faith. You've not run away. You're still standing. You're still moving on. And this is the group that I'm speaking to about at this moment, this season in the earth. God is raising a group of people, small minority, small group of people, <laughs> who are saying that we're not going to run. God, come and do your work in us. And we are tired of people's opinions and mold and restrictions and limitations, religion vo religious voices. I saw that religious demon in Africa. It's the most filthy demon that there is. That and the demon of poverty, those two, they are ugly things. It's a filthy thing. It looks so pure and beautiful, but it steals a relationship with God from you. It's take everything from you. You think you're doing the right thing. You're saying the right thing. You're trying to portray everything, but on the inside you're dead. God is setting his people free from any religious spirit that's controlling them. He wants that liquid of the Holy Spirit to flow through your life. There's no restriction. There's no limitation. You're ready to adapt, to change. You're ready to become something new. You're not going to stuck in, in the old and say, no, no, it has to be this way. You are willing and you are surrendered. We are in a time where you are going to experience a vulnerability in your life that you've never experienced. Vulnerability. Vulnerability is not a negative word. It's good to be vulnerable in the hands of God. To be at a place where you go into total surrenderance. His will, His plan. God, I'm vulnerable for you. Yeah. I've, got, I've got nothing else. This is what I have. I've put it on the table. There's nothing else. I've, I've given my best to you. Now I'm vulnerable. I'm vulnerable for people. Because suddenly there's nothing to hide behind anymore. Listen, God is going to use your vulnerability in this season to birth the new. Because in your vulnerable moment, where you feel that you're exposed, that you're open for people to attack you, in that vulnerable moment, God's going to birth something new through your life. Amen? Let's close our eyes and pray. Thank you, Father, for every person here this morning. Father, thank you for the new, the new, the new. Lord, we are not just prophesying and teaching the new, we are ready to step into the new. We are ready to, to see the new manifested in our lives. We are ready to see your hand upon people's lives, upon our lives. As a father, right now, I pray that you would come and birth the new in us. Birth the new in us. Birth it in us. 
want to ask you just for a moment, if you are open for the new, just to stand where you are. I just want to pray over your life. If you are ready for the new, just to stand. Just put up your hands to surrender to God. Father, set people free, free right now. Lord, we surrender to you. Father, come and break people's opinions over our lives. People's ideas over our lives. Religious voices, molds. Father, break the mold over your church globally. Let your church become that precious bride, that pure bride that you intended it. Father, forgive us that we've exposed your church to wicked voices, to dirty spirits, to wrong motives, wrong intentions. Make, your, make the voice of your church a pure voice again. A pure voice. I pray for your people today, sons and daughters, Lord. Father, remind them of the original blueprint of what you intended for their life. Break that mold over their lives of what the world expects them to be. Father, forgive them that the opinions of people have become of a greater importance to them than your opinion. Father, we're returning back to you. We're coming back to your word and your initial plan for us. Father, I pray for an urgency to come up every, upon every person right now that your kingdom would become a serious thing to them. They would realize that our time belongs to you. Our resources belongs to you. It's not ours. We're not here to protect and to withhold. We are here to release. So your kingdom can go forth and can prosper on every field. Forgive people. Father, set them free this morning. Of whatever is limiting them, whatever is dragging them behind. I declare that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.